everybody. Welcome back to another episode of God Built This Podcast. I'm your host, Maxine, and we are on episode 25. Hello. <laughs> okay, um, I just want to talk about sexuality, Christianity, and how does that look like in 2019 for me. Um, now, has I've always been, I've been transparent and just, you know, yeah, girl, but I don't do it as like a gimmick or anything. This is just me. Um, so as I'm going through this life's journey and I am trying to, you know, just become who God has called for me to be, I, in... Look, here's what I'm trying to say. (laughs) Your girl is not celibate. And it's not something that I am like wearing as a shield. Like, hey, y'all, whatever, I'm doing what I want. But it's just kind of like, I, when I was younger, so let me give y'all some context. When I was younger, I used to kind of fantasize about waiting till marriage and you know, being pure, being uh, just this this good girl, right? This good Christian girl, this girl who doesn't have sexual desires, this girl who doesn't have a sexuality, this girl who is, you know, you know, just kind of well, prim, and proper. Um, but then, as I became real with myself over the years, I realized that although yes i believe in christ um i attend church i have a personal relationship with god it is difficult to say that i want to wait until marriage and to not just say it but actually do it you know so I've kind of reached a point in my Christianity, right? I don't, I don't know. I feel like what I'm saying is like, oh my gosh, how can But I'm talking. I'm talking, okay? I'm talking. <laughs> That's what I say to my students. I'm talking. I'll wait. <laughs> I'll wait. <laughs> Y'all teachers know what I mean when I say that. Um, but I just, I don't... Oh. I'm tired of painting the picture of like this perfect Christian girl, this Christian girl who goes to church and, you know, goes to work, comes home, reads her word and do the same thing again every day or every week. Right. Um, When I follow certain uh, Christian profiles on Instagram, I see that they post Um, their devotional time with God. You know, I see that they post prayers and they're even praying to their iPhone and it looks so pretty and pristine. And I'm just like in my bed, (laughs) no pants on, (laughs) watching these people. Like, how come I'm not like this type of Christian? You know, how come I'm not this good girl Christian? How come I can't do Because th- they do it so effortlessly, you know? It's just kind of like, um, just by nature for them to be this type of Christian, this type of person. And it's not even a second identity. It's just who they are. And I 
have never been that. Like when I sit back and think to myself of my my just like my journey with Christ and my walk with him, I have been suppressing my sexuality. I have been suppressing my sexual desires, which are natural, if you want to keep it real, right? Which are natural, which are given by God. I have been suppressing those desires because I have felt or have been made to feel as if those desires aren't godly, right? Those desires aren't holy and those desires aren't right. And um, yeah, so for a long time, I've kind of shamed myself from having sex, from from being comfortable in who I am and my my skin and flirting with people and being like happy in doing so because I felt like, well, you know, I can't really, you know, act like this because I'm this Christian girl. Um, anyways, I just been feeling so convicted about just sharing this and I've been wanting to talk about this for a while, honestly, but I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but Hey, look, y'all receive it. However you want. This is really therapeutic for me, (laughs) but yeah, I, I, so yeah. So when I give y'all context, I, I was raised and I personally, desired to want to wait because I I just saw it has this beautiful you know magical thing to wait until you get married and your husband is the one who unlocks that code and you know do the thing but as I get older I'm 27 my birthday is a week away on February 5th you know so give me a birthday shout out when that time comes but as I get older, first off, I realize that I like I'm not a serial monogamer. I'm a serial dater. I'm a serial flirt. I'm a serial situation girl. And I I honestly don't know what the future holds for me as far as marriage, um, as far as motherhood, as far as things that I as a child like as a child i would sometimes think about oh you know i would love to have like you know that that happy marriage that happy husband and i'll be the happy wife and we do this happy marriage life together right but then i've never really been locked into that idea if that makes sense like i've been i've never really been the the girl who fantasize about my wedding plans, you know, where I want to get married, the dress I want to wear, the the color scheme that I want to have. I've never been that girl. I've had friends and I have family members who are that girl, but and I've entertained that conversation because it's like I don't want to be the only one who's like, well, I'm not really I don't really care about marriage like that. But I do, but then I don't, if that makes sense. Like a part of me do, you know, a part of me does you know, care about marriage and maybe one day it'll happen for me. But then another part of me is like, maybe it won't. (laughs) Dead ass. (laughs) I really don't know. And I'm saying this because of my track record. I'm saying this because 
I have only been in one real relationship as an adult. I was in one real relationship when I was a, a teenager. And I don't really count that, honestly. But, I mean, no offense to him. But, you know, if you want to, if I got to count that then, that, then that's just two, right? And I'm 27. <laughs> I know plenty of people who have been in relationships since they were born. Like, as soon as they got out the womb, they've been in a relationship. And I'm just trying to figure out, huh? How do you find these people who just commit? <laughs> like, I honestly can't find a man to commit <laughs> if it killed me. That, like, I'm surprised. Like, sometimes whenever I'm still talking to a guy week two of meeting him like dead ass like it's really crazy for me in this life like in this dating life it really is because once I get as soon as I start talking about a guy I met to my friend or to my family he he literally goes missing <laughs> like I'm not I'm really not serious like I am serious but I'm really not <laughs> I'm really not playing like I will watch the news station, right? And I will see ads of him missing. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, but my point is, like, he would literally go missing. The men will go ghost. It's like they all kind of team up, right? They go in a huddle and they say, oh, you met Maxine? Oh, yeah, I met Maxine. Yeah, you made it seem like there was a connection. Yeah, I did. Oh, okay, so let's go ahead and boom, vamoosh, <laughs> son of a... A student, like literally, they all meet, they all discuss the game plan, make Maxine feel like she found the one, make Maxine feel like this is it, and then go, <laughs> go, go, like go, okay? That is literally my dating history, okay? So I'm honestly surprised that I even have, that I could even say that I have had relationships um, that has lasted longer than two weeks or three weeks, right? Um, never mind a year or 11 months. <laughs> but this is like, this is my reality. And maybe this is just God's way of telling me that this is it, it, I don't know. I don't want to be this negative. I don't know. I really don't know. And maybe this is not me being negative. Maybe this is just me seeing it for my, for myself, like seeing it for what it is. I don't know. I don't know. Y'all let me know. I am open to hearing your, your two cents. Your two, not four, your two cents. Um, but that's really, okay, so when I think about that, right, if I think to myself, okay, maybe marriage is not going to be um, for me, right? <sighs> okay, the whole waiting till marriage thing doesn't make sense, right? Like, I don't know, but then someone will say, no, as a Christian, you're supposed to just, you do it, you don't do it, you don't wait until, you don't, be celibate you don't be a virgin because god has a spouse waiting for you you be a virgin because you got to obey god and that shows your love and it's like okay okay but um huh like let's just keep it honest oftentimes people who say that are people who are already married and already having sex 
in their marriage. And so it's so easy for some people to say, oh, but you gotta, you gotta um, just do it because you love God. You gotta, okay, yeah, that could be in part of why you're doing it. But honestly, when I was celibate, it has been also for the, the strong excitement that I will feel knowing that when I do have my husband, I know that I have waited for you and you hopefully have waited for me, right? It's a mutual thing and now we're in this together and it's this beautiful thing and our hands collide. But if marriage is not for me, then I don't, <laughs> y'all. And I'm not, I'm not saying this to discourage anyone who's waiting. I'm not. Do you, okay? But I'm just being honest about where I'm at currently and where I have been since I haven't been celibate. And it's been like, <laughs> it's even hard for me to even talk about this out loud, especially when I'm like by myself, like suddenly something's going to pop up and be like, ah. no, but I just... <laughs> And then I just feel like as a Christian, we're not supposed to say, oh, we like these things, right? But I like to have sex. <laughs> I like to flirt. I like to be at one with someone. I like to be cuddled. I like to have that intimacy, okay? And I don't want to wait until marriage to have that. Even if, like, and I, I don't even know if marriage is for me, so why... <sighs> Y'all, I know, I know. You're supposed to be this Christian girl. You have this podcast. Right. But I also recognize that in Christianity, we are not sometimes honest about our sexuality. We're not honest about our sexual desires. And because, that, because of that lack of honesty, we suppress it and then we express it in perverse ways right we express it um in the dark and and when we are not transparent about where we are in our walk with Christ then we're not able to really be ourselves but then it's like oh well you shouldn't be yourself you should be more like Christ okay but who really is like Christ here on earth? Honestly, who really is? I've met so many people who, whether it be online or um, in my real life, who would say, like, who would be married, right? Who would be this Christian icon or Christian example, right? And when I ask them about their life story, right, or when they share their life story, it 99.9% .9 of them have been people who have acted off of their desires and have all been non-virgins when they got married. And, you know, it's like no one has done this. Like, I really can't, I don't know. Like, I really can't. And those who have, they still act off of their sexual desires in perverse ways and the person I'm thinking of right now is when I think of John Gray and his wife when they got married John Gray have has expressed that he was a virgin now it's like nigga 
You lied and cheated on her. So were you really a virgin when y'all got together? Well, look, I don't know. But he made it seem like he said, he said this several times that he was a virgin when they got together. She was not. And even though he did this, you know, he waited. Um, he got married in his late 30s. Like he waited a long time, you know, if he really was a virgin until they got married. And so they got married, they have these two beautiful kids, and right, like, in our, in my perspective, I'm looking at it like, wow, he, you know, he followed, you know, God's way, yet he still didn't become this perfect husband, right? He still didn't show himself to be this, uh, this perfect, this well-behaved husband in this concept in this marriage he still stepped out on her right he still cheated on her so it's like <laughs> does that really guarantee anything you know does me waiting until marriage guarantee that I will have this great marriage no it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't so what happens if I have sex with the dude week two <laughs> in comparison to me waiting until my wedding night. Like, what? I don't know. I really don't know. I just feel like I, <clears throat> I'm a sexual being. I'm a young woman. I'm a single woman. And I don't want to live in a suppressed state anymore. I don't want to feel bad about it. I remember, oh my gosh, let me try to pull up this article. I remember being on Twitter. Yo, I get my news from Twitter. I love Twitter. It's everything. But um, I remember this woman who is a Christian woman. She believes in Christ and all of that. And she wrote an article saying how, although she's a Christian, she's a single Christian, you know, she's unmarried. She actively have sex you know she actively engages in a sexual lifestyle and so her doing that doesn't take away her her um her faith or whatnot it, it just makes her real it just makes her real real okay and I'm not saying that like oh you could just gotta be this real girl you just just keep it real no it's just nigga what like it just makes her real like I'm tired of putting on this impression as if I don't want sex just like men do nigga <laughs> hello <laughs> what we doing like I could see a guy and I instantly know <laughs> this is it like I instantly know I I don't know I don't know what it is I just know, okay, this is the person I want to engage with. This is the person I don't. This is the person, and it doesn't, <clears throat> it doesn't have to be like a elongated thing. It doesn't have to be a, oh, I have to be in love. F that. <laughs> Look, what you doing? <laughs> What's going on? What you doing? Okay. And um, I feel like sometimes has Christian girls not sometimes, actually. I feel like, period, has Christian girls 
I've been, we've many Christian girls, we've been made to believe that, oh, this is your way of, if you know, if you become this, this celibate, if you, if you wait until marriage, if you become this chaste girl, was it chaste? I don't know. But, you know, if you wait until marriage, you will find, you will have this, or the husband will find you, right? He who finds a wife thing, right? Oh, gosh. Let's talk about that, too. But, nigga, if I find you first, what? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> what happens? What happens if I find you first? Because I will come up to dudes and be like, Hello? My name is, or what, you know, a spark of conversation. Is that wrong too? I'm aggressive sometimes. Sometimes I just kind of go after what I want. And especially if I have a look at my system, but I will go after what I want and be unabashedful in doing so. And I just sometimes feel like, you know, that's kind of frowned upon as a Christian person, like as a Christian woman, especially. But yeah, like has young Christian girls, we're raised to believe that, you know, if you be, if you're, if you're chaste, you will have this perfect husband. You will have this man, this husband will come into your life and you guys will have this beautiful marriage and this beautiful home and beautiful family and beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Where? <coughs> Where? Tell me where. And it's not about, oh, you got to have faith. You got to speak it to believe. You got to see it to Where? Answer that first. Please tell me where. Because I don't see anybody. I don't see them. I don't feel them. I don't, I don't think I, I came across someone who may have been it. No, nigga. It ain't it. Like, it really isn't for me. It really is not. And when I think about my track history... It really isn't. Like, these niggas go in and out. It be a bus every corner. Okay, who's next? Thank you, next. What's up? What else is going on? It really is like that for me. And I know I'm not the only woman who um, experiences that. Like, I experience a lot of short-term situations. And in those short-term moments, <laughs> I don't know why I spoke like that. But, like, I'm not... <clears throat> I don't want to deny myself from the pleasure that I want. <laughs> Yo, I'm being so honest with y'all right now. Um, <clears throat> Cause I just, I don't know when that time will come. I don't know if that time will come, but I do know that I want to enjoy my time with whomever I'm with, you know, whether this can be a long-term thing or not. I would like to still feel like I'm in the moment with you. I, I would still like to just enjoy myself. And a part of that is getting my rocks off. And I just don't, I don't, I'm not even, I can't even receive the, the mindset of celibacy anymore. I really can't. I really can't. Like, I really can't even see it. It would have to be something where I meet a guy he happens to be a Christian man, like an authentic one, right? And he happens to already been wait, be waiting. And I'm just like, well, okay. <laughs> Let's go ahead and do it. Like, it would have to be that. Like, he would have to lead me down. And it won't be like that hard. I, I don't know. Maybe it won't. Maybe it will be a hard, you know, decision to make for me. But it would have to be those situations. Like, he would have to already be in that in that mindset and we would already have to be 
kind of together or, you know, talking or have a good, strong friendship in the same, you know, same mindset or whatever. Um, but <clears throat> I don't see him. <laughs> I don't see him. I don't see him. And a lot of people like to put on a great act until you get close, right? Until you get close. There's a lot of Christian men. Well, there's a lot of men at my church. And let me give them the identity of Christian men, right? Um, so when I give them the identity and I look at them and I'm just like, huh, I wonder, <laughs> I wonder if they have sex. Like I would really look at some of these men at my church and they'd be fine, y'all. Like, yo, I would love to <laughs> jump on, like literally my mind will go there, right? After I'm done worshiping, of course, <laughs> of course, of course, but I, you know, my mind would go there. And so <clears throat> I think to myself, like, dang, something's wrong with me. Like, what if they are really doing, you know, what they're preaching or what their 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 appearance is showing them as? And I'm over here <laughs> trying to see if you're free tonight. <laughs> are you free? Like, I'm really thinking like that. And I don't feel ashamed to say that like I recognize that I'm not like oh well this ain't it you know I recognize that this is something that I like this is something that I like <laughs> look oh I'm battling with myself right now to even just share this out loud but I just feel like has a woman of faith has a woman who, you know, believes in God. I also recognize that as an intellectual that I am, I think about the time that the word was written. I think about the the people who wrote the Bible, right? Who are anointed. You know, people be like, oh, people didn't write the Bible. God anointed them to write the Bible. I got to Girl, okay, but there's the context, there's context to everything, and a lot of this is rooted in patriarchy, a lot of this is rooted in how society has viewed women for many, many years, especially back then, you know? It was not just too long ago that women were able to have a voice, that women were able to be a part of predominantly uh, male-operated industries right so of course back then they wouldn't want a woman to be sexually liberated right it's more so about women waiting until marriage than it is for men to so when I think about it like that then I'm just like f y'all because like then I just feel like I'm missing out. I'm missing out. Yet y'all niggas over there go ahead and do what you want to do because, oh, I'm this man. I got to be a man. And <laughs> I'm not like, I'm not able to really enjoy myself and my sexuality and who I am. And even saying that is like, oh my gosh, you can't say that. Oh, but. I want to say that. I want to just be all of that. I want to be my full self. Like, I don't want to hide from this cloak of Christianity because I have to be this good girl. I want to be my myself, right? In being myself, I still want to worship God, right? I still want to praise him. I still want to 
take care of my faith and nurture it, right? And I still want to date. I still want to go out. I still want to meet men. I still want to... I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, this is just me kind of rambling. I just felt... I felt like I had to just talk about it because I'm tired of putting on an image. I'm tired of women having to put put on an image, you know? I know I'm not the only woman out there to feel that way. But, you know, it's about time for us to start talking about it. It's about time for us to start recognizing what sexuality is in the lens of a Christian woman of 2019. I know people try to say like, oh, well, you know, although times have changed, the Bible stays the same. God is, uh, you know, never never changing. God is the same God as he was, you know, all that, all that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Yet again, I still, I still, you know, like, I just feel like why there's something to a human's touch, right? It's not just a human touch, but someone who you are attracted with. Um, attracted to actually someone who you are interested in something about the connectivity the the physical touch that happens between both persons and when that is kind of taken away because oh we gotta wait it's like oh okay let's just watch this movie (laughs) let's just really watch this movie and not touch each other like I don't I don't know. I really, I just can't, when I'm honest with myself, I can't see how I can do that. Because every time I've said to myself, oh, I'm celibate, right? It has been during moments when it was dry season, baby. Like, ain't nobody checking for me. Like, it was really dry. So I would, (laughs) there would be no choice but to be celibate, okay? (laughs) Okay, I'm celibate. (laughs) You know, I have a sex, okay, I'm celibate. Like, it'll be like that. And I would say it in a way that was kind of like, look at me, I'm this celibate woman who believes in God and I'm, you know, I'm doing what God has called for me to do. And it's like... Am I doing it because I really want to worship God? Like, am I doing it because I really, like, am I doing it, doing it, or am I doing it because I want to appear as if I'm this good girl? And when I think about it, I've been doing it, well, when I've done it, it's for a look. I realize it's just been for a look. I realize it's just been, because I just want to appear like this good Christian girl. And so I would, okay, act like I'm doing it or be doing it for a moment. And once I find someone I like, bloop, we just so happen to slip, you know, and follow up on that, you know. But, you know, then I think about, <laughs> you know that saying, oh, you know, you got to, you got to take the car for a ride. I'm totally butchering it, but y'all know what I mean. Like, you got to, you know, got to check check things out before you commit to it, right? <laughs> you know? I used to feel like, oh, my gosh, it's such a crass way to look at life and sexuality. My my body is not a, a vehicle. My body is not an object. Look, however you want to describe it as, how, however you want to give uh, it an analogy, okay? Um... 
I want to make sure that we are sexually synced. <laughs> Point blank, period. Okay. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> what, what else is going on? Because I've had too many sexual experiences where I'm just laying there like, oh, what just happened? <laughs> what? <laughs> are we done? Th th that was it? Oh, okay. I You gotta go. I gotta go. Uh, someone just called me. I gotta go. Bye. Like, it has literally been too many to count for me to recognize that, wow, um, this ain't it. <laughs> you, what you got going on with what I have going on ain't it. And I don't want to be in a marriage, right? where we're not compatible sexually. Like there is no synergy. And I remember watching Megan Good and Devon Franklin talk about that specifically. Like, you know, many times people, he, he would say like, oh, people will argue with the, the, the concept of waiting until marriage because they would say, you gotta know who you're marrying. You gotta know that this person is the right fit for you sexually and his, rebuttal is pretty much you know has humans we could adapt and evolve we could teach the other person how to please us we could learn together and that's the beauty and that's the joy and i'm just at first honestly for a long time when i was really gung-ho about celibacy i i I watched that and I was like, yeah, that's so true. You can. That's a beautiful thing when you guys can learn together. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Sit down. <laughs> Sit down for this one. That ain't it. <laughs> okay? Clay your throat for that one. It's not true. Look, I'm saying that because some people... <laughs> are not willing to learn, right? Some people are not willing to learn. Some people are not willing to receive uh, criticism, no matter how how well you package it, right? You could say something so beautiful, like, I really love the way you, you know, you wear your hair. I really love how well you dress. I really love how well you take care of me as your wife and you take care of your children. But I really hate how you <laughs> lay it down. <laughs> and no matter how you do it, I still can't get off and this still sucks and sometimes I think about other people so I can get off and go to sleep and you can get off me okay is someone gonna be willing to learn and grow with you sexually to please no nigga look sometimes people are not willing to hear you out Sometimes people are not willing to recognize, hey, I'm not doing a good job. <laughs> Even though it feels like I'm putting in my all into this, I'm not really doing a great job. So um, let me try to learn. Some people are not willing to receive that and learn and do better. So what, what happens now? You're going to be in a sexless marriage. Eventually, cheating will happen. <laughs> okay. Okay, if you want to keep it 100, eventually cheating will happen. And I think sex is a huge part in relationships, in marriage, and it does not make sense for that to be withdrawn. You know, I think it's important for 
there to be a match, not just spiritually, not just emotionally, mentally, mentally, um, personality wise. Like I need someone who is able to match me all the way. Okay. And if you, like, if there's not an instant boom, like fire exploding situation happening, then what's really going on? What, like what, where do you see this going? (laughs) Cause I see myself blocking your number. Where do you see this going? Because it's not working out. It's not working out. And I don't think it's fair to deny that possible reality. It's a possible reality. Um, We have to be honest about that. We have to. We have to talk about that. (laughs) And I'm here to open the door. (laughs) I'm here to lead the march in Christian women's sexuality. Okay, let's start a class and talk about it. We really do. Um, it's, It's sad that... I still feel nervous talking about it. It's sad that I still have to feel like I got to put on this this image and this this delivery. But your girl, <laughs> your girl be on it sometimes. And sometimes I feel compelled to go ahead and act on my sexuality. And doing so feels good. It feels good. And I don't want to deny myself from it. I don't. And I don't know if marriage is in, I don't know. I don't know where it is for me. But I do know that with that being said, I can't, I don't want to, I don't want to deprave myself. I don't. I want to live all of me (laughs) and still pray to God, like, and still talk to him and still have a relationship with him. Like, I don't want to feel like, oh, that has to be taken away because of X, Y, and Z. Um, like I said, there is no cheat code. There's no guarantee. You know, there's many people who have had sex before marriage and have a strong, amazing marriage now. And there's many people who haven't had sex before marriage and are married now and are miserable. Like it, there's no right way. There's no concrete way. Like, it's just like a way. There's, you know, you could choose to do this way. You could choose to do that way. You could choose whatever way you like. And let's see where where things where things go. Like, everything is literally a gamble. Like, I don't want to think that there's just this one type of solid, concrete way to have a beautiful marriage or to have a marriage, period. In order to have a marriage, you have to be celibate. Nigga, okay. let's stop there let's stop with that lie right there um there is like this other this is woman who's on instagram who i used to follow and she has this like this like promise that you know let's call this a promise as women let's let's stick together and um be this celibate uh, group of women and your husband will come your husband will be there your husband will appear and you know god will answer your prayers and it's like i i don't believe it it's not i know it's not it's not it's not that i don't believe that god will answer the will answer the prayer is that i don't believe that that is true for everyone you know just because you may be one case where 
you know, you were celibate for, you know, however long, and then you found your husband, great. But that's not it for everybody. You know, this woman has been celibate. I think she was celibate for like a year, maybe less than a year. She found her husband. He was already celibate. They got married in like a week, and they have these kids, and they're they're this like traveling, you know, pastors and it's like oh that's so beautiful that's not reality yo like let's can we cut it out can we cut it out look can we cut it out please for so long i've been idolizing these relationships online because they give off this appearance as if they really are this you know easy christian couple and all you gotta do is wait until marriage and you find your husband Okay, uh, that, that didn't happen. Okay, so now what? Still remain faithful because God will answer. Okay, but what if that, like, what if marriage isn't for you? So now what? You just don't have sex? I just, uh, I don't know. I just don't think it's fair. I don't think it's right. And I don't think it's right that this conversation of celibacy has only been geared towards women. Um, you know, I don't, that's not right. <laughs> I am growing, I am becoming more of an adult each and every day, and I want to do me and not be shamed for it. <laughs> I don't want anyone to tell me what to do with my body. I don't want anyone to tell me what to do with whoever I let into my body, okay? I just feel like, especially if you're someone who has already done it, right, and you just so happen to be married now and say, oh, well, man, now that I'm married, I, I do wish that I waited for my, like, but you didn't. You didn't. <laughs> that didn't happen. Now what? Like, you know, like, don't project what you would have wanted to do onto me just because that's what you wanted to do. Anyways, I'm just so rambling right now. Um, my mind is going everywhere. Uh, I kind of want to briefly talk about this other topic that's been kind of hot lately. And this this is going to be left field. This is going to be left field. Look, I'm not yet. <laughs> As you may have, you know, realized <laughs> since I started this podcast, I am not this, like, cookie-cutter uh, Christian woman, okay? Um... But here's what I'm going to say about this abortion thing. I've never had one. I've never been in a position to have to have one. Thank God. I don't want to ever go through that. Um, but those who have had an abortion or several, I don't judge you. I still embrace you. I still recognize you as someone who had to do what you had to do, period. I am not going to be one of the Christian people who I have been seeing all through my Instagram feed. I literally had to unfollow so many people because their commentary on what's been going on as far as, as far as abortion laws go has really opened my mind to just the narrowness in, in the mental capacity that many Christian people have about abortions. Um, it's sad. It really is sad. Now, I'm saying this because, okay, so let me give y'all context. 
Apparently, New York has or is in the process of finalizing and passing a bill where women can have the right to legally abort their baby up until uh, up until they're about to give birth to the baby. Okay, now that does seem kind of like damn, that baby's already formed, and you want to, you know, that does. Excuse me, that does seem wild. It does. I recognize the the depravity in that i do i do yet <clears throat> i also recognize the woman's choice i recognize the right of the woman's body i recognize that i hate it i hate like i hate it with every ounce of my being when men try to tell women what to do with their body not even just about abortion but about how they wear their hair what they dress how they look in every capacity i hate when people tell women what i hate when men obviously i hate when they try to tell women what to do with their body and i'm not only just seeing it from men i'm seeing it from women as well particularly christian women who are totally against abortion period and i understand the mindset behind it because oh you're killing someone you don't have a right to kill you're not god okay i get it i get it i also understand a woman's choice to do what she feels is the best choice for her okay i recognize there are several reasons why abortion may feel like the best option i really understand it because oftentimes women are put in positions where they are left alone where they are abandoned where they are uh taken against their will and they have now this forming human being inside of them and they don't have the capacity to raise the being they don't have the not just the finances but the emotional the mental capacity to raise a child and i know understand it's so easy for people to be like for people to be like oh well just give it up for adoption you could just you know you know give it up and it's not a big deal you could just there's so many people out there who can't have kids and would love to have the kid that you are having right now and you're just deciding to kill it shut up that's number one first of all shut up okay all right okay like who makes you any body to tell me what to do with the baby inside of me that's number one like huh if you don't agree with what i'm doing don't do it to yourself how about that like just no just like okay <laughs> just don't do it to yourself just don't do it to yourself if you feel totally against abortion you don't have an abortion but don't tell me what to do with with I with what I decided to do. It's not an easy choice. And there might be a small, small percentage of women who casually have abortions because, oh, I forgot to take, you know, protection and oh, just another crazy night. That's wild. I don't agree with that, of course. But there are women who have thought long and hard about this and have considered this and decided this is the only way out this is the only option for me this is this is it and i'm not going to 
on top of the anxiety, the, the pressure, and the hard decisions you have to make, I'm not going to add on to that just because I disagree. Nigga, mind your business. Like, I just don't think it's right for people to have an opinion on what other people do with their bodies. And then I hear the argument of, well, the person inside you did not ask for it. The person inside you did not, um, you're not in charge of them. Yes, the fuck I am. Like, (laughs) what? Huh? How could you say that out of your mouth? Like, yes, yes, I am. The person inside me is inside of me. Therefore, whatever I consume, that person inside of me is receiving it as well. So if I cannot provide, if I am not in in a situation where I can afford this child and when this child comes out of me, I'm going to suffer because of it. Oh, then I like then I should feel shame in getting an abortion. Like I just I don't know, y'all. I just really can't stand how people like to put in their two cents on what other people like to do with their personal business. It's not an easy choice to make. And I don't agree with the Christians who are standing outside the Planned Parenthood um, facilities shaming the women who decide after long, hard thinking of what they have decided is best for them to do. And they're outside of the buildings just holding these signs and making them feel uncomfortable. It's just disgusting. Like, I don't think that's God right there. I don't. Like, it's not your right to make people feel disgusted. Like, come to people in love and maybe encourage them and provide them with support in making them feel like, okay, even right now you may feel like you're alone and having this baby. I'll be with you. I'll help you with, you know, with providing for this child. I'll help you with X, Y, and Z. But don't just say, oh, I don't believe you should get an abortion. Abortion is wrong. You're evil. You have no soul. When you're not understanding my perspective, you're not understanding why I have decided this for me. I don't know. I just, look, I don't want people to feel shame. Shame is an ugly feeling. And I don't want to be a part of that. I don't want to be a part of that. So let me be this Christian woman saying right here, I understand why some women may feel like abortion is an option for them. And I understand the women who have already taken that option. And I don't want you to feel ashamed for that. Okay? And let's not even mention the women who have been raped, who have been molested, and don't want to carry the burden of a baby who was put into their body out of their will. Okay, I know the baby didn't ask for it. Right, but I didn't ask to get raped. How about that? How about that? Okay, like, I I don't want a reminder of the oppressor (laughs) in me forming in me now I'm gonna take out that hate on my child huh look this is layered this is a layered conversation and I just said I was gonna briefly talk about it but it was just something I just could not fathom how many Christian profiles I was following on following on Instagram I'm just like y'all niggas got me like what 
and the audacity like oh god has uh, like people talk so so like not in touch with reality like there are some poor like there are so many women out there who are figuring it out every single day and they get caught up and they find themselves with child and they cannot figure out what are they feeding themselves never mind another baby added on to their already large family huh like now you want to come in and say you're an evil person for taking on this act of, of of abortion that's not fair i don't think it's fair i feel like instead of judging instead of projecting your personal beliefs how about you seek to understand how about you seek to listen and hear and just shut up okay okay you know just say you know what i'm here for you emotionally i support you like i i i just think it's horrible to make people feel like they're this scum of the earth for taking on this this decision and making them feel like they're alone. It's not okay. It's not okay. It's not okay. Look, it's not okay. <sighs> Anyways. <laughs> I hope I lose any followers. <laughs> but <clears throat> that's how I feel. That's how I, and I've always felt this way. I always felt like, why are you taking away my choice? Like, huh? Just because you, like, people are so quick to say, oh, you go ahead and you know have this baby you'll be fine god will take care of it but then again i'm still in poverty i'm still struggling i'm still like you're still in this current situation how are you suddenly feeling like there's hope and you <laughs> anyways anyways i just wanted to share my two cents let's get back to celibacy and my lack thereof <laughs> But your girl is protected. Praise the Lord, because I cannot. Nope. I already know. <laughs> Anyways, I just... <sighs> Life is just interesting. Um, let me talk about this dude who, like I said, disappeared. Um, I don't think... Here's the thing. I have seen several situations where you know, you have sex on the first date and either he disappears <laughs> or, you know, things actually progress into an actual relationship, right? Um, and maybe even lead to marriage. But there's no, like I said before, there's no cheat code for it. Like, I don't believe in <laughs> waiting at all. Never mind till marriage. Like, <laughs> No, I don't, I, look, I think that's something that I do need to work on because sometimes I'm just like, whew, I'm attracted, we're, we're vibing, let's go, okay? But then I think to myself, man, maybe if I'm not too open, he'll stick around a little longer. But then again, I feel like a nigga who leaves uh, after you have sex with him the, the first week or the first day y'all meet could very well do the same thing if you were to have waited uh, month two of y'all dating. Like, I just feel like if it's in his nature to not commit, then he won't commit regardless. Honestly, I don't think there's a right or wrong way about it. I just don't. I just don't. I just feel like as adults, like, we're grown. Like, I, the whole, oh, I remember watching Girlfriends when I was younger and I was, 
I would like look at the character Joan and she would say for a moment, I, I forgot which season, it was, it was one of the earlier seasons. And she said how in her dating, she, she has a three month rule, a three month rule. <laughs> she doesn't have sex with her man until the three month rule is up. And some of the guys stay, some of the guys wait. And her, the whole purpose of it is to you know, see who's really in it for her, who really likes her for who she is and not what she could offer sexually. And, you know, I understand that. I do hear that. And even with uh, Steve Harvey, the the whole thing, like, act like a lady, think like a man, the whole 90-day period. Look. <laughs> Your girl is ready week one. What's up? Are you free? Like, it's not, like, I just... <laughs> I don't like the whole mindset of that. It's just, it doesn't make sense anymore. It doesn't make sense because you want what you want. Let's see if things go. You know, if you couldn't stick with me after having sex with me early on, then you probably won't stick around if we were to have waited, right? Three months and you know, maybe things get rocky, we have an argument, you bounce. Like, there are so many situations where the man could leave regardless. <laughs> regardless. So now you're telling me I gotta say no to my desires because, oh, it may come off like you're this fat. No, no, it may come off that I'm an adult woman and I'm attracted to you, you're attracted to me, and let's go. What's up? <sighs> All right, I'm about to get off. Because <laughs> I could go on and on. I could go on and on. But I just wanted to share some tidbits. Um, and <laughs> I know I'm totally left-wing. I'm totally left-wing right now with my, with my thought process. But I know I am not alone. I know I'm not alone. And I encourage comments. I encourage uh, respectful comments, obviously. Please be respectful. <laughs> but I do encourage people to kind of share their, their take about Christianity and sexuality and um, the Christian woman, the Christian single woman. Single black. Let's add black too, okay? Because, whew. Okay. Um... So yeah, let's go ahead and wrap up, y'all. I'm just going to end it here. <laughs> I will check in with y'all next week. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of God Built This Podcast with your host, Maxine. Please rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and follow and comment on SoundCloud. God bless.